Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topics today are help, food shortage, and war with Taiwan. Now, I'm going to try to explain this to you without being emotional. Because in my prayer closet last night, I was probably crying for about an hour over this. So let me explain what happened. Okay, so as you know, two or three months ago, we got a big scare over getting water filters. So I ordered a bunch of water filters. I put them on a credit card. And uh, the balance on that so far is still 15000 And then we had to spend about $10,000 for a new HVAC unit for the church. Yeah, but Stan, I thought you told us that the money came in for that. Yes, the money did come in for that. Okay, then why do you list that you still got a $5,000 balance on a credit card for charging? Well, here's what happened. So a couple of days before they're supposed to put in the unit, I put down half. A couple of days before they're supposed to put the unit in, they've got the, the lift to lift this big unit up on top of the church. Uh, there was an incident where someone needed uh, a, a donation. They were in desperate trouble. And so I, I gave. Uh, the Lord spoke to my heart to give, so I gave. And <laughs> you're telling me you gave half the 10000 Why, well, yes, yes, I did. Uh, and then there's another matter of Pakistan. Uh, it costs $6,000 in advance because you have to pay the pastors to come from various other nations to come in and pay the hotels, their airfare, and things like that just to get a crowd there. And then the airfare, uh, two dollars $3,000, and then the hotels there, it wound up being about $5,000 for hotels and meals, about $6,000 in advance. So Pakistan cost us about $11,000, but Leslie was able to go to 26 churches over a three-week period, and she says there were many miracles. And then (laughs) about two days after we got the new HVAC unit put into the church, and of course I'm thinking, okay, well, I put half on a card, uh, you know, we'll, we'll pay it off. But about two days later, one of the heaters in my house it also stopped working. So we called the guy out, and he said, well, it's actually only working about one-third of the time. Uh, One-third of the time, it'll turn on. Two-thirds of the time, it doesn't. And he said, both of these units are exactly the same unit, put in the same day, and he said, they're both about to die. And he said, not only that, but as you've heard, they're getting rid of gas stoves, and they're also getting rid of natural gas-powered furnaces. My advice is that you go ahead and get two new furnaces. I see you got financing with it. Yes, I do. Well, I'm afraid to look and see what the percentage is. Anyway, so Prophecy Club is in the hole about $50,000. And most of it is because, because of my giving. And so here's what, the Lord, here's what the Lord told me last night in my prayer closet. He said, I'm not going to get emotional. He said, you tell them that I got you into this jam. And he said, I got you into this jam because I'm going to bless a lot of people through Prophecy Club. 
I'm going to lay in their hearts. I will speak to their hearts who I want to give, how much I want them to give. And he said, Stan, you are about to see a windfall. I'm a... I'm about to repay a lot of your giving. You know, Bible says we're not supposed to let the right hand know what the left hand does. And we're supposed to give, hoping for nothing in return. And, see, nobody knows what I give, and just like you give, and a lot of people don't know what you give, and that's the way it's supposed to be. But he said, you tell them. He said, I'm going to take care of this. He said, this is my problem. And he said, I will speak to the hearts of the people. They will know when I speak to them. And he said, when they give for this, he said, I'm going to bless them powerfully. And he said, I will be speaking to their hearts to give to you. And he laid on my heart to tell you a couple of things. Like, for example... Leslie got a call from one of our long, long, long time friends. And this guy had been arrested and put it in put in prison. Uh, no fault of his own. He followed the instructions of his attorney. And the IRS still put him in jail for several years. And they're close friends, good brother-in-law. And, and he, he, anyway, they called Leslie one day. And they said, if we don't get this amount of money to them today, they're going to put him back in jail. And Leslie says, can we help? And they had an amount. And I wired over the amount, but I put a zero on it. When people ask, I usually don't give what they ask for. And in most cases, I don't see the anointing is touching me. That's telling me I'm saying the right thing. When they ask, I, I, I generally don't ask how much they need. The Lord speaks to me here. I gave, put a zero on it, and about three months later, I saw that couple. The wife came up to me and hugged me really tight and whispered in my ear and said, Stan, you don't know what you did. You don't know. And her husband, the one they were going to put in jail, kissed me on the cheek. I've never had a man kiss me on the cheek before. And they hugged me so tight. And they said, you don't know. You don't know what you did. <laughs> I had another example two, three weeks ago. It was part of this, too. So I'm taking a shower, and the Lord speaks to my heart to give a donation to this couple. And so I sent the donation. Same thing. You know, they called with tears in their eyes. You don't know what you did. You saved us. You saved us. And then, <laughs> that same day, he said, uh, call and give this prayer. Now, we're not talking about a, a, a three-digit donation, okay? We're talking about four-digit donations here. These are, these are the kind that, that bring tears to people's eyes when you give them. So I called this guy, and I said, so is this your bank? Is this your bank account? Yes, yes. 
I said, all right, I'm going to send you so much. He said, how did you know? He started crying. I said, I don't know. I said, I just know God spoke to my heart. So I put, sent the money over. So last night in my prayer closet, Lord said, you're in trouble because of my doings. He said, because you gave. You gave when I told you to give. And I'm going to speak to the hearts of people. These 40 years, you've been doing radio and TV, been many times, many people's lives turned around. A lot of people receive Jesus because of what you do. And he said, this time, this is my problem. This Lord speaking to me. It's my problem. He said, this time, I put you into this jam for a test. Not a test for you, but a test for your people. People listen to Prophecy Club that know that your heart is to try to tell people the truth. Your heart is to try to warn people. It's a test. I'm going to be speaking to the heart. And he said, when they give, when they're faithful to give what I tell them to give, I'm going to bless them. I'm going to bless them real big. I'm going to bless them real powerful. He said, you don't have to worry, Stan. He said, this is my problem. I put you in this problem because I want to bless a lot of Prophecy Club people. I'll lay on their hearts. He said, you will see giving like you've never seen in the 40 years you've been in ministry. You're going to see people give out of the goodness of their heart, but you're going to see them give because I spoke to the heart. He says, it's my problem now. He said, now it's time for you to be blessed. So there. There, I said it. Done. Move on. Okay, now let's talk about food shortage. You recall, Henry Kissinger said, he who controls food supply controls the people. He who controls the food supply controls the people. Why do they want to control the people? Because they want to eventually get their man, the Antichrist, sitting on the throne, and everybody got to take that mark. He who controls energy can control whole continents. Notice the word control. He who controls money can control the world. Now, with that in mind, this is Demet, Texas, and here's Lubbock, Amarillo, Oklahoma City, and the DFW area. Here's the article. 18,000 cattle died Monday, this past Monday. Got a couple of By the way, <laughs> thanks for you guys sending them to me. I got about six or eight articles on this. Thank you. So many times, the articles you send to me make the program, so thank you. Mass casualty incident declared after an explosion at a dairy farm in Demet, Texas. Nearly 20,000 cattle died. So it goes on to say the cause is still unknown. Well, duh. There's been like 150, no, no, what is it? What is it? Was it 15, 150 incidents over the last 18 months where all kinds of food sources have been destroyed. The cause is still unknown. According to Texas authorities, 
More than 18,000 cattle died during the explosion. It's unclear how a steel structure like the dairies could catch fire so quickly. My guess is it's still scalar wave. They're setting fires. They were setting them in forests. Notice that we're not hearing too many forest fires. Well, you can probably expect that to come up again now, too. They are killing us. Evil people in high places with high technology are killing us on purpose. Here's another article. 18,000, same thing, same event. 18,000 killed in explosion. Texas Dairy Farm goes on down here to say that they are stunned at the scale of livestock death left behind. Now think about this. If it's 180 cattle, that's big. (laughs) What do you do with 180 cattle that died? Is that dog food? I mean, that'll provide enough dog food for a couple of months. What if it's 1,800? (laughs) That's a lot. I mean, what do you do with 18? But this got 18,000 cattle. Now, how long would it take to replace 18,000 cattle? Okay, so a cow is born. Let's say that it's able to reproduce in, say, two years. And then for that cattle to grow up to reproduce another two years. So we're probably talking about 15 or 20 years to replace 18,000 cattle. All killed in one day. I don't think it's an accident. Now, I know a person might say, you know, well, you're a fear monger. Or you're a you're, you're, uh, conspiracy theorist. Or I believe in Bible prophecy. Or, I understand exactly where we're going. I don't think it's ever happened before around here. It's a real tragedy. No, because they haven't been using scalar wave on this level before. It was the biggest single incident death of cattle in the country since 2013. 2020, there was a fire, killed 400. The Texas fire, the deadliest fire involving cattle that we know of in the past, we've seen fires involving several hundred cows at a time, but nothing anywhere near this level of mortality. Castro County, the scene of the fire, is an open prairie land dotted with dairy farms and cattle ranches about 70 miles southwest of Amarillo. In other words, fires here are very rare. Even a couple of cattle dying. Yeah, it's very real. But 18,000? 18,000. Think about that. I think it's who controls the food, controls the people. Here's another one. Cattle farmers respond to FDA prescription requirement for livestock antibiotics. Okay. So now the FDA comes along and says, you have to get a prescription from a veterinarian in order to give your cattle either penicillin or tetracycline or other things like that. Now, the the farmers are saying, look, we're not using this on ourselves. We're not abusing it. Our cattle, our lambs, our shit, you know, whatever, get sick. We've been doing this for, (laughs) well, you know, ever since the penicillin stuff came out. Never been a problem now. But all of a sudden, the FDA comes out and says, you got to get a prescription. So they're now in control of whether the cattle that are alive get to continue to stay alive. They say it's become a challenge to locate large animal veterinarians. So they're killing. They are taking our food supply away. Again, 
He who controls food supply controls the people. Now, next topic. Let's talk briefly about prophecy. Abomination of desolation. This is where the Antichrist sits on the throne of God or the Ark of the Covenant. Proclaims himself God, stops animal sacrifice. Here's the article, or excuse me, the scriptures. says, and in the middle of the tribulation, the seven-year tribulation, he's going to take away the daily sacrifice and place the abomination that maketh desolate. In other words, he sits on the Ark of the Covenant. He sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. And that's when he gives the God, uh, Jesus here speaking, flee to the mountains. I believe they'll flee to the Mount Sinai, which is in uh, Mount Sinai, or which is in Saudi Arabia. Then will be great tribulation, says as was not since the beginning of time, no, nor ever shall be. Now, here's an article. I do not necessarily agree with all this. This is uh, Benjamin Fulford, headline, Jews to rebuild temple after defeat of Satanists. The Jewish people are planning to celebrate the release from Babylonian slavery by building a new temple. Now, they're talking about this release from Babylonian slavery is when they come into a new world order, when they get rid of coins and cash and they go to a digital system. That's what they're talking about. I don't necessarily agree. This time, it is expected to last forever. A new golden age, not going to happen, is about to dawn for humanity. This is the picture behind recent news. Yeah, well, he didn't understand Bible prophecy. That's not going to happen. Well, briefly, but briefly. Now that the Satanists have been defeated in Ukraine, and that's in question, a final battle is about to take place to mop up the last major Satanist strongholds in Europe. The U.S. and Asia, multiple sources agree. Well, he must be listening to different sources because he's not listening to the prophets we listen to because that's not exactly what's going to happen. He says the biggest event in the war to liberate the planet last week was the French and British Rothschilds throwing the Rockefellers and their fake President Biden under the bus. This was the story behind the visit to China by French slave President Emmanuel Macron and European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen. I don't necessarily agree with that at all, which is why I'm saying this. During his visit, Macron promised to join China's belt and rode for him. He also agreed with China that it was time to settle the Ukrainian crisis through diplomatic means to achieve lasting peace in Europe. Macron even went so far as to basically agree to ditch NATO, and that is a problem, and join the BRICS alliance and their proposal for mutual security. That is why Xi and Macron decided to deepen exchanges, in other words, get rid of the dollar, between Chinese army and French units in the Asian Pacific, Macron also promised not to support Taiwan in any U.S. provoked crisis there. So what we just saw is that France has basically came out of the New World Order based upon America and a lot of the people in Europe. You remember I said that uh, Daniel chapter 7 says that there's going to be a New World Order with 10 heads, and what there would be another 11th head that would come up, and this guy would overcome three of the other heads. And we have two people that are now saying that Macron is a high probability to be the Antichrist. I'm not saying he's the Antichrist, and neither are they. But he's on the watch list. 
So if he stirs up trouble and if he is able to overcome three of these other New World Order leaders that haven't even been formed yet, so again, we're watching. We're watching for a lot of things, but that's what we are. We're watchmen. Then something, then we could say we're in the New World Order. Okay. The French were being told either join BRICS or get cut off from Middle Eastern oil. That's what Shane Warren told us back in 2010 in that vision. He said, when you see them start selling oil for something other than the U.S. dollar, the dollar is going to crash. China said Europe would, should be an independent pole in a multipolar world. The upcoming divorce between Europe and the Rockefeller-controlled U.S. is one reason why the Russian foreign minister said Ukraine peace talks should focus on creating a new world order. Well, we know that there's one coming. It also looks like Germany will join France in rejecting the Rockefeller-controlled U.S. and ethnically German King Charles of England. I didn't know that, and I don't know if that's necessarily true either. And that's another thing. Just because one person says something that I put on the program that I believe is true, that lines up with everything else, does not necessarily mean the very next thing they say or something they said in the past is accurate either. Here's Benjamin Fulford, been a lot of times. I've quoted him on the program saying he's right. This time, I'm <laughs> for a large part saying, no, this is, I disagree. Anyway, the move to charge Trump with a crime is having a very real effect on people around the fake Biden. That is because a legal precedent, now this is interesting, has been set, and now Biden, Obama, etc., can be charged with far more serious crimes than allegedly paying off a porn star. In other words, it's opened up Pandora's box for the good guys to start going after former presidents and their assistants. So that'll be interesting to watch. Now, a couple more things. (laughs) This is still coming from Benjamin Fulford. Did you know Joe Biden's brother, I'm going to skip that name, was given a $1.5 billion government contract to build homes in Iraq during the O time. How many billion dollars deals were given to the Biden that he when he was VP? Why is this getting no coverage? Well, because the media is owned and controlled by the bad guys. That's as best as I can say it. It's a lot worse. Now, this one is real interesting. As you can see, this is a post by Elon Musk on Twitter. And it says, if the Dim Party had a time machine, and then it goes on to say, why did time travelers keep trying to kill me? I'm just a realtor. I didn't know that time travelers had been trying to kill him. That was news to me. But I thought it was very interesting because it confirms that there are time travelers. As a matter of fact, uh, in one of Vicky Goforth's recent dreams, it also confirmed that they do have a time machine. I've been saying that they have a time machine for, what, three years at least? All right, now, next topic, food shortage. Let's go back to food shortage, actually. And yes, I wanted to put that in there because I've been skipping that for the last several programs. Keeps running out. Anyway, now, I've read this before, but I'm going to show you something where this ties in with some events and with another prophecy. One fifteen twenty three, Jason Meeks. The dream started out, I was standing in line at a grocery store in a strip mall. Not standing inside the store, but outside with thousands of people in line. We were all waiting to get into the store to buy food. You know, if you believe that God is speaking, 
Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. If you have not made arrangements for your gold and silver to be in your possession or close to your possession, cornerstoneassetmetals.com, uh, just, just call them, okay? I can't give financial advice, but they can. They're prophecy students. They listen to the program all the time. They love Prophecy Club people. They don't have to teach them. Prophecy Club people know what's going on. They have their eyes open, their ears on. And just call them and say, okay, let's talk. Here's my situation. If you haven't called Joseph Kitchen, if you haven't made arrangements to get you some food by now, it's real serious. You know, it's real serious. Anyway, we're all waiting to get in the store to buy food. This store was only letting a few people in at a time, and the shoppers in the store had to purchase and then leave before others were let into the shop. It looked like the 1970s communist, communist bread line in the Soviet Union. People were waiting, waiting so long, some were getting their hair cut at a barbershop next door while someone held their place in line. There was a waiting list to even get in to hair, get a haircut. You had to sign up for a specific time. When I got to the store, I went to purchase some eggs. When you went in, you could only buy a few items. Now, this is straight out of another prophecy from another lady who saw the same thing. There was no loading up your car with whatever you wanted. Whatever you bought, you had to carry out in your hands or a small bag. I went to buy two big packages of jumbo eggs, but there were hardly any eggs there, and what was there was cracked and no good. I managed to buy two cartons of small eggs. I knew the only way we were going to make it was the Joseph's Kitchen Wheat, josephkitchen.com. We had previously purchased, and if you have purchased that, you made a good decision. The eggs would be used making the bread. We could not have survived off the eggs alone in the dream. We had already eaten everything in our house, all canned goods, peanut butter, and the reason I went to get eggs was to supplement our bread made from Joseph Kitchen wheat. This was months after whatever had caused the food shortage. At this point, what could cause the food shortage? A whole lot of things. They are causing a food shortage. At this point, people were peaceful, but... If you had more than a handful of food, they would take the chance and steal it from you. Then the scene changed. I was in a Zoom meeting with other people from all over the country. They were all supporters of the Prophecy Club ministry, good, faithful Christians. You could not release some important information publicly unless it was only by Zoom. The Lord had given you endlessly dreams with prophecies about things that people must do in order to secure food for the family as there were multiple supply disruptions. There are already multiple supply disruptions. In the nationwide food distribution chain, Joseph Kitchen was still going. Just getting it to people was intermittent at this point in the crisis. There were many people on the Zoom call. You instructed me to go to work at UPS because the Lord had told you that they were delivering eggs to grocery stores undercover. People were not robbing UPS trucks because they didn't think that there was any food on them. Bread trucks, beverage trucks, anything like that got hijacked. Other people who lived in other cities had other instructions as to what to be to do to specific for them. I went to work for UPS. We had a big brown 24-foot box truck and delivered eggs to the roughest section of the city. You were really taking your life into your hands going into this area. I was working with my cousin, a good man, but not saved. We had worked all day, and my pay was two dozen medium eggs. Not a paycheck, 
eggs, just eggs. Thankfully, our new order from Joseph Kitchen arrived, and I quit working at UPS because it was so dangerous. My cousin had to keep working because he was unprepared. So, let me send you to Joseph Kitchen. Let me briefly explain. I've got more things to tell you here in just a second. Okay. First of all, you want to get a machine package. That's the wherewithal to grind the wheat berries into flour and to actually turn that into bread. Next thing is, you have to decide how much food you want. You want food for one person, two people, four people, or six people. My advice, get the six people food. Yeah, God, I need it. Yeah, look, it keeps for, you know, the, the wheat berries keep for probably some 25 years or so. And they have it in stock, and they can ship it like the very next day. Matter of fact, I think you're going to be even asked for a rush order. I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen, and I want to show you how to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread for only a few hundred dollars a year. At Joseph's Kitchen, our ingredients have been packaged for immediate use or long-term storage. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen to order today. Don't get caught unprepared. Go to josephskitchen.com now. Now, here's what ties together. April 22 of 1996, Dimitri Dudeman. I prayed when I went to bed and I was still awake when suddenly I heard a trumpet sound. A voice cried out saying, Stand. In my vision, I was in America. I walked out of my home and began to look for the one who had spoken to me, and as I looked, I saw three men dressed alike. Two of the men carried weapons. One of the armed men came to me and said, I woke you to show what has come. He said, Come with me. I didn't know where I was being taken, but when we reached a certain place, he said, Stop here. Stand there, don't move, and look. He continued, what you see is what they're saying. Now, now this is, this is a, a dream that brings a lot of questions. And there is a question exactly what was said and what was meant here. So I'm going to try to put it out as best I can. You will see what they are saying and what they're preparing for America. Now, he's going to say it here in just a minute. But how I showed you is how it will really come to pass. So there's still a question about exactly what he was meaning. Let's go on. Now. I was looking. I saw a great light. A dark cloud appeared over it. I saw the president of Russia, a short chubby man, which is not Vladimir Putin today. He's not short and he's not, well, he's short, but he's not chubby, who said he was the president of China. Now, so was it talking about the president of China is a short chubby man or the president of Russia is a short chubby man? That's one of the questions. We're not exactly sure. The last two also said that where they were from, but I, get, I, I didn't understand, but I gather they were part of Russian-controlled territory. The man stepped out of the cloud. Now, this article says Russia has now appointed this General Sergei Sorovikin, a, a General Armageddon, to lead his forces in Ukraine. And if you see him stand up, he appears to be kind of short and chubby. President Putin has appointed Army General as the overall commander of the Russian forces in Ukraine. He was given the nickname General Armageddon by his colleagues, citing his hardline and unorthodox approach to military operations. He was awarded the title of Hero of Russia for his role in the military operation in Syria. Back to, and of course, here's another picture. Back to the, uh, the vision now. Actually, this is an angel vision. The Russian president began to speak to the Chinese one. I'll give you the land with all the people, but you must free Taiwan. Are you listening? 
You must free Taiwan of the Americans. Do not fear. We will attack them from behind. The voice said to me, watch where the Russians penetrate America. I saw the words being written, Alaska, Minnesota, Florida. Then the man spoke again, saying, now listen to this part. When America goes to war with China, I'll read that again. When America goes to war with China, the Russians will strike without warning. Now this is what they are saying, okay? Then the man spoke again. Not the angel, because my understanding is not the angel. This is the Chinese and the Russian guy. When America goes to war with China, the Russians will strike without warning. But some people think, well, that could be the angel talking. But here's the next point. The other two presidents spoke. We too will fight for you. Each had a place already planned as a point of attack. All of them shook hands and hugged. Then they all signed a contract. One of them said, we're sure that Korea and, meaning North Korea, and Cuba will be on our side too. Without a doubt, together we can destroy America. Then the president of Russia began to speak incessantly. Insistently. Why let ourselves be led by the Americans? Why not rule the world ourselves? They have to be kicked out of Europe too. Then I can do as I please with Europe. The man standing beside me, meaning the angel, said, this is what you saw. They act as friends and say they respect the treaties made together. But everything I've shown you is how it will really happen. Now, how was he shown? He was shown the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America, started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack and defeat America in one day and one hour. Now, no place in that particular warning did it speak of Taiwan. But in this one, when America goes to war with China, the Russians will strike without warning. Could it be that this thing over Taiwan is what he's talking about? Again, it's not clear, and Dimitri's gone to be with the Lord, so I can't exactly call him and ask. Now, let's go on to the next point. Then, Vicky Goforth Parnell comes along, 724-22. Now, look, daughter, this is only part of it. At the world map again, so she's looking down on a war, war map. I looked at the black and white table's top, and I saw the words, war steps. In other words, what God is saying is these are the steps you'll see heading to the fall of America. Lord, what are these numbers I see displayed? They're running from one to six, no daughter. They actually run from six down to one, is what he was saying. And this is the beginning of the war steps until your once great nation is struck. Oh no, daughter, you know, man has failed to repent of their sins and turn back to me. Matter of fact, I love Donald Trump, but if, if someone were to ask me, what is his greatest failure? I would say he has lacked and failed to get America back in church, to repent of their sins. He should have been telling them this whole time, everybody go to church this Sunday. Everybody pray for me. Everybody got to get right with Jesus. He need, if he had been saying those words, perhaps we would not be in the jam we're in today. I know I responded sadly and heavily hearted. Tell my daughter, tell me, daughter, what do you see? 
Okay, Jesus, my love, if I were counting down, I see Kazakhstan. Now, when I first read this, I thought, Kazakhstan? What, what has happened there? Well, see, Kazakhstan is actually part of Ukraine. As a matter of fact, the Ashkenazi Jews come from Kazakhstan. And that's where we get Ashkenazi. That's where we get the word Nazi. Ashka, Nazi, as in Germany. Because they originally come out of Kazakhstan, Ukraine. Then they went on over to Switzerland and to Germany. And that's who we were fighting in World War II. Now it's the same spirit. We're sending all kinds of guns and weapons and also now people to fight on the behalf of the Nazis. Why? Because the Nazis are in control of America. I see Kazakhstan with an orange six. Upon it, Ukraine has a purple number five. Taiwan has a yellow number four. I see Japan with a green number three, but I see number two has two locations. There is a blue number two on both Hawaii and Guam. What? Little daughter of faith. Once Taiwan is invaded by the king of the east, with China's forces, Japan will retaliate quickly. So will your United States, but not before China strikes upon Japan. With your military forces speeding to help Taiwan and Japan, China's forces, with others, shall attack the U.S. territories of Hawaii and Guam. Now, here's an article proving what I was saying. The article said, we're going to get back to the dream, just a second. Russia sends troops to put down Kazakhstan uprising as fresh violence erupts. This is January 6th, back in 2023. So that one is fulfilled. We also see, according to many reports, there's a lot of jitters saying Taiwan is about to be invaded. Let's go on. So here's basically the checkoff. So apparently the Kazakhstan right up here has been fulfilled. We know Ukraine has been attacked. Right now we are looking to see if Taiwan, because if Taiwan is attacked, then shortly after that apparently what she's saying is, then we'll see Japan, Hawaii, Guam, and the United States happens real quick after that. So from number four to number one, might be a pretty short time, and that's my point. Now, I've covered other seven headlines, The Fall of America. None of those headlines have been fulfilled yet. So, that says we still got some time. Let's go back to the dream. This will keep your military forces head spinning. And while all eyes are upon your once great nation of America, of Babylon and China, then Putin, or the Russian bear, will strike. He will begin the first strike upon your land using various weapons, the power of nuclear weapons, including his hypersonic Satan weapon. Now, I am having another level two. Level two School of the Watchman's Conference, and I'm calling this a teacher's course. It's going to be September 15 and 16. You can go to prophecyclub.com, and it'll tell you all of the details about it. And it gives you all of the requirements. I'll let you read that online. However, the big question is, you're going to be saying, well, what's the difference between level one and level two? Well, lots. Level one was primarily reading through most of the book of Revelation and teaching it. That's not be level two. Yes, we will do some reading. But this one is designed to make you a teacher 
of Bible prophecy, which, by the way, our office wants to know if you went through level one and if you have taught or have been invited to teach from the book of Revelation and you went through level one, send me an email. I'd like to know that. I know there's been at least one. I think there's two, maybe more. Anyway, I'd like to know. So level two is to teach you to the point to where you can be qualified to actually teach the book of Revelation. Now, I'm going to tell you right up front, we're going to have a level three, God willing. And in that one, I'm going to require people to memorize the book of Revelation to come to level three. And so there's going to be one year's difference between level two and level three. It took me a year to memorize it. So I figure it'll take you a year to memorize it. Some of you may even faster. So go to prophecyclub.com and it'll give you all the details, tells you all about some of the difficult questions and things like that we're going to cover in level two. Level two is going to get you real close to being a, a qualified teacher of Revelation. But by the time you get through level three, having memorized the book, pastor's going to listen to you. And that's where we're going with this. Also, I'd recommend you go, you know, go and get yourself a Berkey water filter. And yes, we do have Berkeys all in stock now. Uh, also, we have potassium iodate pills, which are what you take inside of once a radioactive unit has happened in your area. As far as uh, Berkey water filters, this is one thing you want to be sure to do is get some extra filters. This is the minimum most people get is this one right here. I get... The Crown Berkey right here, this is the one I have, this one I use. And I have about eight extra filters with me too because if you're using clean water, they'll last a year or two. But if you're using rainwater or muddy water, then they clog up a whole lot faster. So you want to have some extra filters. Also, you want to go to EMP Shield, get yourself an EMP Shield device so that when there is some kind of nuclear accident or <laughs> on purpose in your area, this will keep your car running, keep your house working. And if you use a, a prophecy club, or if you use the word prophecy as the promo code, you get a $50 discount in, in getting that. So empshield.com, go there and get yourself prepared for the things that are coming. Ask Jesus to forgive your sins. Ask him to come into your heart and be your God. Also, I want to recommend you get my Watchman package. I haven't talked about this in a while, but I got them right here. In this Watchman's package, you get two of these two-foot by three-foot big charts. Okay, that's one chart. Let me show you the other chart here. And here's the other chart. These great big charts, two foot by three foot charts, and they are, uh, they're vinyl, they are very nice. Put them up on the wall, two foot by three foot, and I've got them right here. Of course, it's just eight and a half by 14 charts, so I can refer to them, but if I had a wall a little closer to me, I'd put these up here. Also, you get my handwritten book of Revelation. This is where I hand wrote out the book of Revelation, all the way through it, all of the scriptures, and I memorized it. Now, all of this, this has all of my notes in it. Here, let me pick a page that has some notes. You see out in the margin there? It has notes. What I think these scriptures are talking about. And then, 
Last year, I did a School of the Watchmen, and it was like 18 hours, I think it was. It's on five DVDs. We're putting all that together with uh, five copies of my very powerful book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. It's valued at $355 for a gift of $200. You get both charts. You get the five discs. You get my book and my book. (laughs) My book and my book. All for a gift of $200. Very, very good deal. Also, I recommend you go to prophecyclub.com and get all five of my books. And I didn't write this one, but I did organize it. You get How Pre-Trib 1, Daniel, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, Miss the Mark, and you get one set of each of them, which is actually 40 books for a gift of $100 at prophecyclub.com. 